Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Today we are once again diving into some of the biggest news stories in tech right now and news in general, where I kind of break down some things I thought were very interesting from the past week, break them down a little bit deeper and have a conversation with you about some things just in my life maybe. Now, if you have any stories or ideas or questions you want me to answer, we have several ways you can ask me. Number one, the breakdown with Luke at gmail.com is my email address. Send me an email with questions, comments, whatever you want. I love to hear from you and your thoughts out there. If you have a story you want me to cover or you just want me to answer a question you're asking. Also, if you want to chat with me, we have a Discord group. Yes, Discord is a free app on computers, phones, and tablets where you can join a free live chat with different people. I have a group there where other listeners and uh, viewers can talk together and sometimes I hop in there and chat with you as best I can. So check that out, I'll put links to those down below. If you're new here, check out my other videos. I have a ton of videos on all kinds of different topics. I love to hear your opinions on these and uh, hit that subscribe button, hit that thumbs up. It really does help us because it lets YouTube know you enjoy what we do here. All right, let's kind of dive into it. If you want an MP3 only version of this podcast, link in the show notes down below where you can find that down there. We're now on many podcasting apps, including uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and so many more. So check that out, link to all of them in the show notes. All right, let's dive into one of the first stories out there that I wanted to talk about, because I think this is increasingly where we're going. I talked a little bit about autonomous vehicles in an earlier podcast, but Domino's is really diving headlong into them, and they're going to be delivering pizzas with autonomous self-driving vehicles with no one on board in the city of Houston, Texas. Yes, I predicted this would happen. It is in the benefit of Domino's and others. Let's be honest, Domino's and many pizza joints have struggled to get employees that are willing to deliver pizzas nowadays. And now they can do that without needing that expensive part of the puzzle. So Domino's is really working hard to try to improve their ability to speed up your delivery by going autonomous. Now the question is, how will people feel about this? Now the the thing is, it won't actually come to your door. It'll pull in your driveway or building, and it, you will need to go down there to it to grab your pizza out of the machine that's driving there. Now, will that turn people off? Do people still really want that touch where the pizza delivery comes to their door? I don't know. That's an interesting question. But this is a pilot test that they're testing out called the Neuro R2 Robot, which I'm assuming is a Star Wars reference, but uh, N-U-R-O s neuros i don't know let me know if i mispronounced that but increasingly companies that rely on human drivers are struggling recently to get human drivers some truck drivers in my area can get ten thousand dollars just to sign on with a company right now and the competitive pay and competitive bonuses it's a job that increasingly people don't want it takes you away from your family you're on the road for long hauls of time and the regulations and rules are becoming stricter and stricter the ability to go self-driving for things like Domino's and someday long-haul truckers, which I believe are going to be some of the first places where we'll see mass use of self-driving vehicles, makes sense for businesses. Much like how companies rush to support green technology when they realize, hey, they can actually save money by not having to go and change your sheets in your bed at a hotel every week. They can say, hey, well, to be green, we're only going to do it between visits or when you request. I expect we'll see self-driving vehicles become more and more popular. So let me know, are you worried about self-driving vehicles? Or are you excited for self-driving vehicles? Leave me a comment. All right, Amazon may bump up Prime Day. Now it's being reported by Recode that Amazon may be moving up Prime Day. Now last year, Prime Day got delayed. 
Typically, Prime Day happens in July. Recently, though, they played around with it a little bit, and now it looks like Amazon is, according to Recode, looking to move it up to June. Probably try, try to offset some of the weirdness of last year by balancing it out this year. It'll be interesting to see how that works out. Prime Day is kind of turned into a mini Black Friday where Amazon clears out a ton of stuff. I think earlier on they really faced a lot of criticism about the fact that it felt more like a garage sale, like Amazon going into the warehouse, finding things they didn't want anymore, and then selling it at cheap prices and trying to make a big day out of it. Amazon in recent years has really tried to up its quality with the event by making Prime Day a lot more attractive to customers with better deals and partnering with big manufacturers to put good products into Prime Day with great deals similar to what you would see in other times like uh, Black Friday, for example. So keep an eye out. If we do find out the exact Prime Day, we'll do another video breaking that all down. All right, there's been an interesting ketchup shortage. Now you as a consumer probably haven't noticed it as the grocery stores still have the big bottles of ketchup, but restaurants are increasingly struggling to find ketchup packets, those little to-go packets that used to only be done when you would go out. Increasingly restaurants, because of the pandemic, are now offering ketchup packets at tables and not bottles. Uh, several ketchup manufacturers, like Killian Heinz, has started to move manufacturing over from restaurant-type bottles of ketchup to to-go packets to try to meet the demand. Now, I find this interesting. I get the idea you don't want a reusable bottle out on the table where people continuously touch it meal after meal after meal. It's one more thing to clean to make sure it's sanitized and everything. But this fact that we're struggling to get ketchup packets kind of shows, I think, a lack of imagination on restaurants a little bit. You know, it, why not get the big bottles of ketchup? Where big bottles are available and put them in little to-go containers to the table and only offer the ketchup packets to for people taking takeout. Now takeout is up and the demand is there. I've seen a lot of restaurants now say you have to request them instead of just them giving you out ketchup packets. But I have noticed though, many restaurants I go to, I, I ask for some ketchup, I get a big pile of ketchup packets at my table. It seems a little bit of a wasted opportunity to buy the cheaper, bigger bottles, put them in little containers and put them on your table. A lot of restaurants do that not because they want to look fancy, but because it's cheaper to get the massive industrial size thing of ketchup and just spoon it out in small containers. I, I, I just don't get this one. This one seems like a pretty easy fix for a lot of places. And then you save the ketchup packets exclusively for when they're requested in to-go meals. I don't know. Am I missing something there? Have you noticed it's harder to get ketchup packets? Leave me a comment. Let me know. All right. Now that I've complained and talked about some different news stories and more, wanted to kind of break down a few things. Number one, being homeschooling. I think some people who followed the channel a long time know I graduated as a homeschool student. And recently we've been considering doing that for my daughter. I found it very interesting that there are a support group on Reddit and different places all about recovering homeschooling people. And the number one complaint is people are almost ashamed to tell people they're homeschooled. I thought this was kind of interesting or that people are ashamed of it. Now, as with all things, not all homeschooling is equal. Some homeschooling programs are better. Some parents do a great job at it. Some probably don't. Some schools out there, both public and private, are great. Some schools out there, both public and private, aren't the best. It's kind of one of those things, you know, just because you're a public school student or a private school student or a homeschool student, I don't think either one is means that you're better. I think everything has different meanings and different points in your life. I actually did my senior and junior year of high school 
as a homeschooler and graduated and seemed to have doing pretty well. When I went to college, I made the dean's list a few times and did pretty well. Now, I did a program where a school mailed VHS tapes. I watched the VHS tapes, I can speak. And then I also reviewed textbooks, answered questions, took quizzes, and more. Nowadays, it's a lot more advanced. I was kind of shocked in the improvement of homeschooling. My daughter can watch videos. They're interactive. As the teacher teaches, they stop, and she answers questions on the screen. They go on. The program will test her, credit her, record it all, and give you a fully accredited education online through it. There's different ways. Parents can do some through an accredited online. There's whole um, school programs here where you can send a kid that's homeschooled to take, um, for instance, calculus in a uh, classroom setting with a teacher out there more. There's gym and PE and music classes they can attend if you'd rather not teach that. Now, we looked at for many reasons. One of the reasons for our daughter is she's very advanced, and we struggled with the fact that in some areas, she's very advanced, and it felt like she was being held back. In other areas, she needs a little bit more help, to be honest with you. And we thought that for us, homeschooling would give her the ability to do that and give us the ability to give her experiences outside the schooling walls. Let's be honest. Not all things that kids can learn happen within the confines of a school building. There's a lot out there in the world that you know kids can learn, and we hope to be able to give that to our daughter. Uh, but I was kind of kind of shocked, to be honest with you, by the number of people who say, "Hey, I don't even want to put the fact that I was homeschooling on a resume." Um, as somebody who went to college, who's hired people, and more, I can't say my homeschooling thing has ever even been an issue. Uh, and let's be honest. Uh, very few people ever even ask me, uh, where did you go to high school? Never even comes up, to be honest with you. Have you ever had a job um, where that's an issue? Now, I know there's a few. I think it's Google's and Apple maybe where they historically say, hey, you, no matter when it was, you have to submit your SAT, ACT, whatever you took grades to them if you want to get a job. I never took an SAT or um, a SAT or ACT test. Uh, I actually did dual enrollment in high school. I took enough college credit so I could transfer. Instead of being a new student, I was a transfer student from a community college I dual enrolled in into a four-year institution where I later became a dean's list member and graduated that way. And I kind of sometimes think that we're overly concerned with this is how it needs to be done when it comes to education. Everybody's different. Every family is different. Not everybody learns the same. Don't be ashamed out there if what you did doesn't necessarily match up with what I did and more. Um, so I encourage you, you know, be proud of whatever brought you to where you are in your life. You are a unique person and you are a special person. And this idea that we all have to go the same way. You know, you probably heard me talk a lot about college. That's ran about college. A lot of people just assume that you go to high school and then the next thing is you automatically go to college. I encourage people not to. I actually didn't. I went to community college for um, during high school years and took it a little bit right after I graduated. But then I took a break. I went and got a job and then transferred in to become a grad or a transfer student into a four-year degree and finished that way later. For me, it was awesome. I didn't know what I wanted to do for college at that time. And I probably would have, if I had gone straight to college, wasted all my money, to be honest with you. There's a lot of money in college. If you don't know what you want to do, college is a very expensive way to discover yourself. I would highly encourage you as a person, if you are out there thinking of, hey, I got to go and become a 
college student because if I don't, I'm not going to be successful in life. Not so much. You know, really look at it. A, the trade school um, degrees out there, truck drivers, $10,000 to sign up, electricians. I've been trying to get an electrician here to finish installing a hot tub. We got ours repaired. We need to reconnect it to the power. Hey, that is very difficult. Electricians, building, skilled tradespeople, plumbing, and more. Very backed up. Easy to um, get in as a journeyman right now. A lot of people are looking for people willing to be a journeyman or journeywoman and go test out learn, grade up, and get certified in whatever field you may want to do. Yeah, it's a hard work at the beginning. Yeah, you start holding the water of whoever you're working for and doing the grunt work that they may not want to do. And sometimes it may just involve carrying a big box in and standing there watching them as they explain a few things to you. It may not always be at the beginning fun, but if you're a good skilled tradesperson, you can make a very good living and not have a massive 30, 40, 50, 60, or sometimes 100000 and more college debt load on you that you have to pay off. Keep that in mind. There's also military. You know my wife is a Army officer. She's coming up in retirement. She joined the Army as a way to pay for college. There's a lot. But through that, she learned a lot about herself and what she wanted to do. And that helped influence when she eventually did go to college and get her degree and go back into the Army as an officer. So keep that in mind. There's a big world out there. Don't be ashamed of where you came from, what you became. Maybe you didn't get as good of education. I'll tell you, though, a lot of homeschoolers I know got probably a better education. Not always. You know, just like not every student. I always amazed me. I was reading online when we were doing research about, you know, what's the best way for my daughter to maybe be homeschooled? Because we thought that worked for us and that would be a good fit for us as a family. A lot of teachers, and what I kind of thought was interesting, they all kind of said the same thing. They were talking about homeschoolers, and they said, Some homeschoolers are amazing, they're ahead of their class, they're great, they're the best. Some homeschoolers that come back in public school aren't, they're a little delayed, they're a little slow, they uh, may not be the best at the thing. I'm thinking here, you know, if I walked into your classroom and I talked to your kids and I tested every single one of your kids, I bet I would find some kids that were above average, and I would find some kids that were below average. Let's be honest, the average of a of whatever means that there's going to be people above it and people below it. I think sometimes we've just discovered this idea in our head as Americans that average means this is what it always should be. An average group of people should always be 100% like this. Well, no, it means that there's some people maybe more skilled at speech and some people more skilled at math. There are some people who are, le- who are below average in speech and some people who are below average on math. And then you average it out. Now, okay, I need the mathematicians out there saying, well, that's not really exactly how it works, but you know what I mean. So there's my rant for the day on homeschooling. I like you to know, did anybody here homeschool? Were you homeschooled like I was? I didn't think that held me back. I think honestly it helped me a little bit. Am I wrong? Leave me a comment. Let me know. I want to hear from you. So I also wanted to take a quick moment to rant. Hey, it's my podcast. I can talk a little bit about Success online. A lot of people have been asking me recently, do I think that this current endeavor will ever grow as big as my old? Sure, it could happen. But I think a lot of people forget that this year would mark almost eight years since I first launched that old site. It took many years. When I launched it, it was a after work and before work thing. I worked out before work, I worked on it after work and more. It was a long time before that became my main job. It was scary. It was many years, many, many years before I hired my first employee, before I moved out of my house and rented an office. 
You know, I think some people get this idea that you launch a YouTube channel and you know you will be successful in the first two or three weeks of a YouTube channel, right? Either I'm gonna have a million followers in a year or, you know, I'm just gonna shut it down. It doesn't really work that way. I was listening to the report of the week. If you ever listen, review brow, uh, or bra, however you say that. He does food reviews online and other things. And he wears suits and ties and um, he does very well. He has several million subscribers now. I was listening to his podcast as I was on a walk recently, trying to get my exercise, get back in shape after that hip surgery. And he talked about how after two years, he only had a couple hundred subscribers. It took a few years just to get a couple hundred subscribers, not even getting a few thousand subscribers. Um, that's huge. You know, a lot of people, the truth is, very rarely do people in the first year even hit 10,000 subscribers. Um, I would actually say both this channel and my new gaming channel, Luke BK, where I'm producing videos about video games, they're way ahead of where my old YouTube channel was at this point. Uh, I think many people fail in this, um, not because there's any great secret to it, not because, oh, look, you know, I got something that you don't have. Just because, you know, sometimes they give up right before the big break happens. Um, I was, uh, I think it was Bright Sun Films is a great channel out there. They do a lot of abandoned videos and documentaries and more. He talked about how he had made a video and he had intended and even wrote a script for it to shut down his channel and say, hey, everybody, thanks for your support. You know, it's been fun, but I'm going to shut down this channel. Well, that video exploded. And then that video, he said, well, you know, there's a huge following here. I'm going to continue to do it. If he had shut down his channel before he made that one video that was his big massive breakthrough, we wouldn't have this channel with, I think, over a million subscribers now. So keep in mind, you know, this is a grind. Sometimes people on YouTube will work four or five years to hit a few thousand subscribers. And then you just start, you accumulate this and you grow and you grow and you grow and grow. But it takes dedication. It takes the ability to kind of feel like a failure. You know, there are times where it's like, hey, I put a lot of work in this video and only a few hundred people watched it. That can be depressing sometimes. And if you're willing to be dedicated at it, you can be successful. And I really think this is good for life, right? Um, I would love to have 100,000, 200,000, 300,000 subscribers now. Uh, I'm doing something very different than what I did before. I knew that most people wouldn't follow me over because of that. Um, it was, but, you know, I really enjoy this. I have fun at it and I'm willing to work at it to grow it again. You know, I, I honestly, I'm very shocked at how well it's doing. Um, and we are seeing consistent growth in viewership, especially in the recent months, as I think we find some types of videos and things that work well here and that people seem to want to listen to. And it is interesting. Increasingly, I'm finding that some of the subscribers here are people who discovered me here and never known me from other channels or other sites I've owned. And so keep that in mind, no matter what you do in life, it will often feel that you're spinning your wheels in life. And if you give up when it feels like you're not moving forward, that there's a very real chance that you will walk away just before like Bright Sun Films, before that massive growth. But the reality is for most YouTubers, for most um, business owners, for most people in life, there's no big ah moment. There's no like, wow, look at this massive growth moment. What there is is just, I'm a little bit bigger than I was yesterday. I'm a little bit bigger today than yesterday. And again, and again, and again, and again. And year after year, before I know it, it actually grows into something. And I actually develop a big following. Does that take work? It takes dedication, hard work. It's that old thing, you know, 
no amount of skill or um, information will help you become successful other than really just getting out there and doing it every day and repeatedly being dedicated to what you do. So I hope the, that this helps. Do you enjoy this kind of content? Do you enjoy this long-term podcast? I enjoy chatting with you. I love to hear from you. Send me an email. Leave me a comment. Let me know topics you want me to talk about. Do you have a question about different life things you want me to answer? I'm no professional, but I'll give it a try. Send me an email. The Breakdown with Luke. The Breakdown with Luke at gmail.com. Links in the show notes down below to our Discord group and where to find this podcast in MP3 format. I really appreciate your support. We'll be back with another podcast next week. But let me know. I think you know, as we can get more and more questions in, I think I'll start making these longer and longer. Uh, but as I finish this up on a Friday night for the Saturday release, let me know. I'm still playing around with which day of the week to release this on. We'll, we'll give you some more information as I come up with it. Thanks for your support. Hit that subscribe button if you're new here. Hit that thumbs up. I really do appreciate it.